0: at luckylandslots.com available to players in the US excluding Washington and Michigan no purchase necessary vgw group void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply welcome to the having it all podcast the show about what it takes to live an abundant loving life my name is Matthew Bivens and each week i'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all let's do it What's going on everybody, Matthew Bivens here and welcome to another episode of the Having It All podcast. It is a beautiful summer day in July here in Atlanta and my birthday is in two days. So I'm excited about that and I'm I'm in a really amazing mood and frame of mind and just space right now, mentally, emotionally, physically, all of that. And I'm really excited about today's conversation Um, It was inspired by an experience I had just the other day, and today I'm going to be talking about a belief, this is a belief that a lot of people hold, Um, I hold it as well, and it's the belief that God, the universe, source, whatever you want to call it, him, her, presents you with what you need and not always what you want. And so I'm going to share a story Something that happened to me um, the other day and you'll see how in that story this this belief this lesson was sort of implanted in there and you know there's actually a lot of beautiful things that happened on this experience for me and I and I probably could talk about a number of them but I really wanted to focus on you know receiving what you need and not what you want so let me get into this story so Sarah and I have one car Uh, when we were pregnant we had two cars, and then I hit somebody from behind. And so we went down to one car. And so what that meant, obviously, is that we had to learn how to become a one-car household. And we've done a pretty freaking awesome job at that, just being able to navigate all the things that come with two people who have independent schedules and one car and blah, 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 you get what I'm saying. So the other day, the car needed some service. And that's always interesting when you're down to a single car. You know, how am I going to get the car to the shop? How am I going to get home from the shop? How am I going to get back to the shop? What, you know, how do we need to rearrange the schedule so that while the car is in the shop, we can still maintain a semi-normal life with, while being carless? So I have ridden Uber in the past. I've ridden with friends and everything, but I had never done it myself. So the other day, I had an opportunity to download the Uber app and to take Uber myself, which was a lot of fun. You know, I love technology, so it was, it was very cool for me to experience Uber firsthand. And I imagine that most of you out there are just sort of laughing to yourself like, this dude's talking about his first time on an Uber? It's 2017. What the heck? But yes, this is my first time. So I downloaded the app. I summon a vehicle, and the, the first Uber driver picks me up from the garage and takes me back to the house. It was a very uneventful ride. I think we exchanged uh, two sentences like, hello, how are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. Your day going well? Yeah, my day is going great. Awesome. And I think that was it. And you know, we just sat in silence for the next 15 minutes. So you know, I get to the house, and I say, thanks, sir. And then you know, I asked a dumb question like, "How do I pay you?" You know, he's like, "Oh, it's all done through the app." And so, oh, okay, cool. So I went back inside and and you know, continued my day. And when I got the call from the garage that the car was ready, I went ahead and summoned my next Uber. And you know, one one thing that's cool about Uber and those services are that you know they they, the way I think it works is they put out the call to all their drivers. Hey, we've got someone who needs a pickup. And they select, I guess the system selects, whoever is closest to you. So it's, you know, sort of random, but there, there's that element in it of, why did this person pick me up? Or why, you know, why, why were our paths meant to cross? So when I summon the second Uber of the day and the driver pulls into my driveway, I hop in the car and immediately there was a different vibe. You know, he was warm, he was friendly. I think I was probably in a different frame of mind as well. I was more open to to having a conversation. And straight from the get-go, it's just like we're, we're chit-chatting back and forth. It's kind of like we're, we're uh, old buddies. The gentleman's name was John, and he was a few years older than me. He was probably actually closer to my parents' age, uh, maybe in his, his early 50s, mid-50s. And, you know, he sees that I'm carrying a couple of bags because... I was going to go straight from the garage to my next destination. So I had a backpack with me, I had a change of clothes, and I had a bag of food. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from the Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers state clean technology. Making your home stay beautiful and clean longer, and with Dutch Boy's easy opening, smooth pouring container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints, and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. And so he's just making chit chat and small talk, and he's asking me about, hey, hey, you going camping? And You know, I had a bag that looked like a camping bag, and. And I said, "No, I'm just uh, this is my change of clothes. I'm, I'm heading off to do some work." And he asked me, "Oh, is that is that food?" I said, "Yeah, it's food." He's like, "Oh, okay. Do you have kids?" And I I don't really understand why he asked me that question. You know, he saw a brown bag of food and he assumed that I had kids. But I said, "Yes, yes, my wife and I um, have a baby girl." And he's like, "Oh, wow, it's beautiful, beautiful. How old is she? What's her name?" You know, I said, "Maya. She's ten months old." And, and then I asked him do you have kids? And he said, yes, yes, I have three girls. And for me, when I hear you know, a man share that he has multiple daughters, I am, my ears immediately perk up and I'm, I'm immediately interested in learning more about him and his family. And just honestly, I, I feel like a sponge and I want to soak up a lot of that wisdom. And thankfully for me, John had a lot of wisdom to share, a lot of experience to share. And I'm going to pause the story right there and give you a bit of context as to why, you know, when I'm talking to fathers of girls, of daughters, that I tend to to pay attention and perk up. And it, it really has to do with a lot of the, in my opinion, a lot of the programming, the conversation, the energy that's out in the mass consciousness around daughters, around women, around raising women. And I experienced it firsthand when Sarah and I started sharing the news that we were gonna have a baby girl. So many times, I can't tell you how many times the response was something less than loving. It was a response like, oh, well, you better watch out. You better get a shotgun ready. You know, when she becomes a teenager, oh boy, those boys are going to come calling or she's going to start acting crazy or, you know, girls are such a handful. Oh my gosh. I cannot tell you how many times I, I heard those types of comments. Honestly, it was probably 95% of the comments that people had were either that sort of had that sort of feeling to them or they were kind of neutral. So few people had empowering, encouraging, positive things to say about the fact that I was having a baby girl that I would really, I think, became a bit jaded and I I would really push back and, and sort of get, um, I don't know, maybe antagonistic towards people who had anything other than great things to say. Really dismiss them and, and I think I was just uh, judging them and probably spitting some venom in my in my mind with my conversation because I just felt that it was it was completely incorrect completely incorrect and then one of my friends you know I shared with him the news and he has three daughters himself and he looked at me and just in his in his way in a soft voice he said man she's gonna melt your heart and I got I got teary-eyed tears came to my eyes when when he said that because he was the first person who had said something beautiful and loving and empowering about the fact that I was about to be a father to a baby girl. So that's my context around connecting with you know or or, or around sharing the news that I was having a daughter, that I have a daughter. And that's why today when I talk to someone, when I talk to a man who has daughters, I want to, you know, I'm all ears. You know, I I think that there's a very unique experience that that, that, um, folks in those situations share. And because I, you know, John from the Uber, he could relate. He could relate to me because he experienced the same sorts of comments from people years ago when he shared that he was having girls. And, you know, you may not know this about me, but um, I host another podcast with my wife, Sarah. And it's a podcast all about home birth. So baby Maya was born at home. We welcomed her into the world right in our master bedroom. It was the most beautiful, powerful, humbling, awe-inspiring experience of my life. And we created a podcast to talk about home birth and to interview home birth families. And so, you know, we I produced that show right alongside with this show, and we published two episodes a week and We have interviewed dozens and dozens and dozens of moms and families. And I have had the amazing opportunity to talk to so many women, so many amazing, strong, beautiful goddess women about, you know, celebrating that that thing that only women can do. And I think it's really changed something within me, my view towards women, my view towards girls, towards my daughter, you know, just having that unique podcast experience. And so that kind of gives you a little bit more understanding as to why when I'm sitting in the Uber and John mentions he has three girls, I'm like, John, pour it on me. You know, I I I wanna I wanna hear your experience. And John didn't hold back, thankfully. He talked to me about you know, he has three grown three grown daughters. Two of them, uh I think two are he said two were in college and one um, had grad, or or one was a little bit older than college age. So, you know, he had 20 some odd years of experience raising girls that he, that he could, he, he could share with me. And he just talked about just their, their beautiful nature, you know, that nurturing, caring side um, that his daughters would display, uh, things that he didn't necessarily experience from other males in his life. And, you know, he talked about, how they, they look out for him and you know the cards that they might send him or the things they might say. And he just talks about how you know his life was transformed through his daughters. And then came you know, the message or 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 the belief that is at the core of this episode. And John was a was a religious man and you know he, he was talking a lot about God and you know he says to me, God doesn't make any mistakes. You know, God gives you what you need, not always what you want. And he said, when my wife and I were pregnant, I wanted a boy. I wanted a boy. You know, he said, what, what man doesn't want to have a son, somebody who can carry on his name and someone who, who looks like him? And, you know, and I understood that. I, you know, when Sarah and I were pregnant, I wanted a boy as well. And for a long time, I thought Maya was a boy. We got a lot of reinforcement from people who said, oh, I think you guys are having a boy. And, you know, I've, I've had a very uh, an, an attachment to passing on the Bivens name, whatever that means, right? And that's, a, that's another episode. So John is sharing with me that he too had that feeling of, you know, I want a boy. And then when he found out that he and his wife were pregnant with a girl, that belief, that message, that you know, that, that statement of God is going to give you what you need and not what you want. It came to him and he, he said that he was resistant for a while. He was frustrated for a while, you know, and he really wanted a boy and he had his heart set on a boy and he just didn't understand and there was a little bit of disappointment and a little bit of fear and you know, all of these things that were kind of swirling within about you get this news that you're, 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 obviously your life is about to change in a magnificent way, but it's not necessarily changing in the direction that you had hoped for. And it's, I can imagine that's tough to grapple with. I didn't experience it quite like that, but I can, I can put myself in John's shoes and imagine that it's that is a challenging thing. And then John shared that, you know, one night, I believe he said it was in a dream or maybe in that sort of pre-sleep state that uh you know he had a vision I guess not a vision because it was sort of a voice so he 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 was uh he was a recipient of a divine message and the message was you are meant to raise this daughter you are meant to raise this little girl you are not meant to raise a boy you are meant to to bring this girl into the world and, and cherish her and love her and help her grow into an amazing woman." And when, he, when John heard that, everything shifted, you know, his, his, his feelings about having a daughter, his excitement about having a daughter, all of that shifted. The fear melted away, the anxiety melted away, the, the what-ifs and the, the nerves, all of that melted away and he just knew that this is what was supposed to happen. You know, he was telling me, he's like, Matthew, God gave me what I needed and not what I wanted. And so John went on to have two other daughters, you know, and and once again, like he was meant to bring those girls into the world. He was meant to be the father to those girls. And the reason why I wanted to share this and the reason why it just it hit me, you know, it obviously goes beyond the parent connection. You know, like I can understand where John's coming from on a on a on a parental level. You know, being the the father to a, a baby girl. I get that. But there's a deeper message in that that anyone, all of us, you listening, can connect with. And it's this idea, once again, it's a belief. You can choose to believe it. I believe it. It's that Life is going to present you with exactly what is meant for you. Right? The circumstances that you're presented with in life. circumstances is neither good nor bad. It just is what it is. You know, you can call it the, the content of life and then we add context to it. But life is going to present you with circumstances. It may not be what you want. A lot of times it won't be what you want. But it's exactly what you need in that moment in your life to grow, to heal, to transform. And it really is up to us to shift that context, to perhaps try on a different lens, a different paradigm, to look at the situation in a slightly different way in order to be able to truly connect and incept whatever lesson is in the experience. Whatever that deeper meaning of the experience is, it's, in, it's up to us because we can miss it. We can absolutely miss it. We can become jaded that life or God or source gave us something that wasn't meant for us. Like, no, that was not supposed to happen to me. And we can all probably think of an instance in our own lives when we were saying, no, that was not supposed to happen to me. Or think of other people who've said that and perhaps have continued to carry that belief on for years and years and years, always believing that the circumstance that they were handed, the circumstance that they were met with in life was not meant for them. Or you can choose something else. You know, you always have choice. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details this is the story of the one And so what I really loved about my conversation with John is that, you know, he just helped to provide me another example, another story that helped me truly connect to that belief, that idea that, you know, life is going to present you not what you want, but what you need. And then to look at all of the things, the people, the experiences that come in and out of your life and see, okay, why was this presented to me? What is the greater opportunity in this that I can, you know, tap into? Where where is the opportunity for growth? Where is the opportunity for deeper understanding of myself, of other people, of life itself? You know, where is the opportunity of healing, of transformation? Because that opportunity is always there. It's just up to us to recognize it and to take it take advantage of it, to take action on it. And so when I think back to my Uber ride a couple days ago, I think, wow, anybody could have picked me up. Anyone, right, anyone in the area. That, that, that computer system could have selected, maybe this could have selected the same exact driver I had the first time to take me back to the mechanic. And I could have had the same exact boring ride where we didn't talk and i looked at my phone for 15 minutes but that's not what what happened It's not what was supposed to happen i was supposed to cross paths with john we were supposed to have this this beautiful just connected conversation between two strangers and what was so cool about our conversation is once we got to the mechanic shop he just pulled his car over to the side and and put it in park and we continued talking for a few more minutes Neither of us was interested in in cutting off the conversation just because it was, it was so organic and it was so honest. And I just, I felt like I had known him for a while and I felt like, you know, I really could relate to what he was talking about. And, you know, he had, he had a message for me. He had information that, you know, he was supposed to pass down and I appreciate him for not holding back. So, you know, I invite you, really, whatever you're experiencing right now, maybe you're going through some experience in your family, maybe you're going through a challenging financial experience, perhaps your relationship is not the way that you had wanted it to be. I invite you to look for the opportunity to look to see, okay, maybe this isn't what I wanted, but this is what I needed. This is what I needed in order to understand something new, in order to understand myself in a new way. Maybe this is the opportunity that I've been secretly asking for so that I can finally take that action that I know will get me out of this rut, that I can finally move. I'm very, very, very appreciative of John and very happy that I I had that experience and then I really have this platform to share that experience with other people. This is the third time I've told that story to an audience. When it happened on Tuesday in the afternoon, that evening, I shared the story with my fitness class. The next day I shared the story with a small community group of people who come together once a month for a get together. And today I'm sharing that story again with you and I just think it's profound. So, you know, Recognize that you won't always get what you want in life, but you're always, always going to get what you need. And so if you can, humble yourself enough to receive the lesson, to receive that, that, that nugget of, of just that diamond, to receive that diamond that's in the experience. I would love to hear your feedback on the show and your feedback on this episode. and I would just love to hear from you, that'd be amazing. So if you are interested in reaching out and connecting with me, you can do so on my website, matthewbivens.com. There's a contact tab on the site. You can fill out the form and it goes right to the top of my inbox and I will absolutely respond to you. Or you can email me directly. I love giving out my email address. This is my my, uh, direct email address on Gmail. It is Matt M A T T C Bivens at gmail.com. Matt Bivens at gmail.com. So again, if you want to connect with me, if you want to provide feedback on the on the podcast, you want to talk about this episode, maybe there's other topics you'd love for me to address, please let me know. Let me know. And if you want to check out my other podcast as well, you know, if you're into to uh to birth and pregnancy and babies and all that stuff then definitely go check out Doing It At Home, Doing It At Home. And the uh, I'll put a link to the website in the show notes. But the website for that show is diahpodcast.com. So like Doing It At Home Podcast, diahpodcast.com. And you can check out our website. You can search for that show name, Doing It At Home, on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher. Uh, We are on Facebook, doing it at home. We are on Instagram, at D-I-A-H podcast. And my wife, Sarah, she is amazing, amazing at updating the Facebook content and the Instagram content. And there's just a lot of of beautiful stuff going on with that show. And I definitely recommend you check it out if that that type of stuff is your jam. And I'm complete. I'm complete. And uh, I'm very grateful for for you all giving me the opportunity to just share, you know, share these experiences, share these breakthroughs, share my breakdowns, all of it, it wouldn't be possible without you tuning in every single week and so I really appreciate you. Thank you, thank you so much. My name is Matthew Bivens and here is to you having it all.